on Marvel, our podcast talking about anything, everything, only and nothing but the MCU. I'm Daryl. I'm Sean, a.k.a. the Black Cat. I'm Soto, a.k.a. the Winter Soto. It's been, what, like 500 and something days since um, we've gotten anything from the MCU, and now we're two episodes in the phase four, and I'm gonna be honest with y'all, it feels good. Not not that this was good, but it feels good to have some some Marvel content back. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. That's your opinion. <laughs> if this wasn't good, yeah. Well, I hold on. I didn't say. I didn't say it wasn't good. I didn't say it was right, good. I'm just sure. saying. I'm just saying. It, regardless of how I feel, it just feels good to have some Marvel back. That's yes, it, it does. Well, you know, it's a reach sit calling it content because I don't know if we got enough to call it content. I mean, it's it's the beginning. No, of no, something. you just hard to fucking please. That's what it is, man. Maybe, maybe, but all I know is he said it was five hundred something. This is the longest we went, and I was expecting some substance. But we'll get into it. We'll get into it. So for the next, uh, what is it going to be like eight weeks now? We're going to be covering each episode of WandaVision, just going through it, reviewing it, breaking it down, um, pointing out some of the Easter eggs y'all might miss that we picked up on. And uh, if y'all catch anything that we missed, definitely put it in the comment section. Overall, what, what do y'all think about what we've gotten so far? Um, Sean, so who want to go first? I go, because Soto's going to trash it, so I might as well get mine in real quick. <laughs> Well, I fucked it. I like it. I like the nostalgia. You got Bewitch. You got the di- um, the Dick Van, Van Dyke. Dyke show. I love that nostalgia. And when you look at it, it's kind of a love story. Because when we look at the movies, we never got to see Wanda and Vision's romance play out. So we're kind of getting snippets of that on this show, which I like. And everything is going on in the background. It's interesting. Okay, <laughs> so here we go. We're getting into it. It's been a while since we had these Marvel talks, and I'm glad we're, we're back. That's the important part. You, you made a good point. I'm glad we're back. So, with that being said, I don't know, man. You got a premiere point. You know, you got an option to, to roll out whatever you want first, and you chose WandaVision. And you chose to give us two episodes because they knew that first episode was cool in black and white and in the, the live studio audience. They set the story, but they didn't give us anything. What did they give us? A couple nods to things. That second episode is better than the first. And the reason why I say that, because that second episode is covered from the beginning to the end with, 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 with Marvel. <laughs> like, it's marvelous. But I wouldn't say it's great. I'll say it's doable. But for a premiere and a rollout, it could have been better. Now, two episodes and first after watching like i know we're only supposed to talk about the mcu nothing but the mcu but after watching this it made me think about wonder woman 1984 and this show and that movie are the clear differences between marvel and dc like dc doesn't have the balls to even attempt something like this you know what i mean like if if they would have like because i was talking to buck about this if if DC would have leaned into the the aesthetic of the Marv of the mall scene in Wonder Woman eighty four, that movie mm-hmm. been way better. But after you get that mall scene, it turns into just a regular ass DC movie. So just the fact that Marvel had the balls to go for this, I'm I'm all for it. And um, two episodes in, I mean, out of ten, it's like a seven. You know, I see where it's going. You know, but. We ain't there yet. And and definitely that first episode, it was cool, but it wasn't really anything. 
you know. All right, Daryl says seven, one to ten. So, what, what do you ranking it? Damn, this is going to be rough. Anything under five is bad, so I'm going to give it a five. Um, it's going, not, it's not, it's not bad, but um, room to grow. I gave it eight because I watched all that shit growing up. Like I watched it all, and when you look at the comedy, you look at how the acting is done. It it brought me back to that time when I set set up late as hell watching fucking Nick at night, watching all these shows. Oh yeah, I definitely get that. I definitely get that and feel that. And they, I definitely... they 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 their acting was spot on, and I I felt it. And like Dar- like Daryl said, I see where it's going, and I'm very I'm I'm I'm, I'm I'm captivated by it. I'm like, all right, this is about to go crazy. This is about to go off the walls, and we're just getting snippets of it. Like, even the, the little bit we did see, you don't know what the fuck is going on. Let me just bounce that back to y'all. So, I agree. I was telling Jules when I was watching the show that uh, there was a hierarchy of late-night television. And if you made it to Bewitched and you made it to I Love Lucy, there mustn't yeah. have been much on. Like <laughs> You just yeah. left it all. Like, fucking let me put this shit on. I Dream of Genie too. Yeah. So, I, I agree with the nostalgia. Just the idea is this is a world premiere. This is a ve- this is a venue that's never been used. This is a, a medium that we're trying to see if it works. And my question, I respond back to y'all is, would this wor- have worked better as a movie? No, I like it as a show. From what you've seen so far. Yeah, I like it as a show. I want it as a show because the way it's breaking up, you're getting different genres. And I wouldn't want the whole, all these genres in one movie. I like it being broken up into segments because it gives you time to space out and think about it and before it jumps into something else. Like at the end of the second episode, you see it starting to turn. You see the um the pace of the show starting to turn. Now, to answer your question, do I think it would work better as a movie? No, but I think it would have worked better as the way Netflix approaches their series if all of it was released at the same time. True, because true. I definitely understand how people watch that first episode and get turned off because I mean I sat in here watching it with Tati and she was confused by what was going on and granted that is their intent but the casual fan is going to be <coughs> like nah this ain't it they're not going to care about waiting to see where it goes week to week it's a tough sell for people like that for us you know it's a gimme it is what it is we'll take whatever but yeah it's not for the casual fan as of right now it's not if i could jump in and just respond to that it's funny you said that because i was watching it with uh my girlfriend jules and it wasn't until i explained the the undertone of the mefesto part of the story where it's actually we're seeing this comedy but it's actually really sad that it actually Mm -hmm. took her it actually drew her in more and like she started looking at every motion emotion that um elizabeth olsen was given her performance was great like you said but it was sad. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, she's laughing, but really, this is a dark, dark moment of, of the character's uh, character story. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Y'all want to start uh, diving into it and, like, breaking down? Let's yeah, let's get it. Let's do it. Let's get it. All right. So, we get the first episode, and that's definitely, like, set like a, night, a 50 sitcom. I Love Lucy, Dick Van Dyke. Anything that y'all see in the episode? Like, because let's just dive into it. I don't really want to go through the episode itself. Let's just talk about things that you saw in the episode that may have stood out, something that y'all thought was cool or, you know, lends you to speculate something, you know. Commercial's a little interesting. How they do the commercial break in between. Yeah, the commercial breaks are cool. Um, you got any now, theories? Now, it, it, that was curious because I don't know what's going on. So it's like, all right, we're in this time frame and she's still thinking about Stark. 
Mm-hmm. Lake Stark is still relevant. And then the other one I thought was crazy was um the wine bottle. Oh, the the House of M wine bottle. Yeah, House of House of uh, Contempt. The, yeah, those two were were really kind of cool. With the the commercials though, what I was thinking, the commercials make me think are a part of why I think that they released two of them at the same time. Because if you just see the one commercial, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, all right, what the fuck. But yeah. once you see the second commercial, you kind of start to see the yeah. connectivity of them, you know, because the first one is definitely uh, focused on Stark. Stark. And it the says, second For, forget your past. This is your future. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing that that's like, like supposed to be the beginning of their stories pretty much starts off with Tony Stark, right? With, with yep. the, the missile destroying their home and shit. And then the second commercial with the Strucker watch you know, after Tony, that's where they went. They went to Strucker next. So just to guess, I would think that the next commercial might have something to do with like Ultron. I think that the commercials are chronicling like her life. All right, guys, I want to go ahead and um, for those of you who don't like spoilers, I'm going to give the spoiler warning to this next part I'm about to say. I am tapped into the to the spoiler side of the internet. I'm actually a fan of it. These guys know. And um, yeah, so spoiler warning. So from what I hear on the interwebs, the pe- the people in the commercial are Wanda's parents. And the reason why the toaster was beeping like that is like like you mentioned, Stark was a big part of her, her origin in, in mm-hmm. MCU. And the, the toaster was l- l- like a bomb, basically, with the Stark written on it, is what they're saying, the speculation. Um, kind of nod to where she came from. Um, the struggle no, was that- cool. The struggle was cool. I saw that. That was really cool. The the Hydra nod because technically, if you really want to say it, Wanda was Hydra. She was part of that Hydra project. She volunteered. Mm-hmm. She she basically was repping Hydra until uh, she saw a better path, and it was uh, Captain America who gave her the speech on the train. If you guys remember, she's like, you know, can you stop this train? And she does for him, and um, that's why I feel like. Cap's story about being the leader of the Secret Avengers and her being a part of it is huge for her story in the MCU. So uh, you might get a Captain America commercial next. Uh, you said Ultron. Uh, I'll give you that nod. Yeah, I definitely expect to see a Captain America commercial at some point. Because what, after Cap, uh, they're, her, they're handed over to who? Well, I mean, I'll say probably Cap and Hawkeye will get two commercials if, if they're really going linear. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think that they'll go somewhere in that direction. You think we'll yeah. get a Hawkeye commercial? Something along the lines. A nod, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because at first, once I saw the toaster and it said Stark Industries, I'm like, all right, well, it's very possible Howard made a toaster back then. But yeah, the Strucker, what watch, Strucker wasn't making no fucking watches. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's definitely, they're, they're linking products to these characters. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a, a Barton microwave or some shit. You know what I mean? But yeah, I I, I fuck with the commercials. The commercials are, are interesting. Um, one thing I oh, all right, let's move on to something else because because I really want to talk about Agnes. Um, oh, I really did too. I'm curious about yeah, that. I really want to talk about Agnes. Um, I mean, we all think and it's we've been speculating. I think everybody in the world's been speculating. Agnes is really Agatha Harkness. And yeah. I think we broke down who that was last time. Um, she's interesting. I, I've got theories on, actually, I got theories on on all of this shit. All right. I think that all the residents in this show are sword agents. I think all of them are. 
I think that um, Agatha Harkness included, I think she was brought over by sword to investigate this and got sucked into this world. I feel like she trapped some people in there in, in her world. That Agatha did? No, I feel like um, Wanda did when she broke. I feel like she broke a reality and she trapped people in her reality. Yeah, well, that's that's definitely. But what, I don't think I'm, they're sword thinking. agents. I think they're just normal fucking people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think they're all sword agents. I, I definitely think that because in the in the uh, trailers that we saw, when they actually zoom out and do a perimeter, it's mm-hmm. not like in a residential area. It looks like it's just in the middle of a field. You know, so I don't think that there's any civilians around. I think that that uh damn. Yeah, because now we just diving into the shit. Um well before y'all keep going, let me uh bounce that back to you. So everybody's talking on the on the interweb, just talking about the sword connection. Um couple key sword moments. Um, spoiler warning again, that the banging that they keep hearing are sword trying to get in. And then at the end when the beekeeper comes in. Um, he has a sword uh, symbol on his beekeeper suit. So uh, kind of both of what you're going, because I think all the sword agents who are trapped in there with the other people, because I think it's I think it's both. I think it's regular people and sword agents um, that they, they're getting brought in and being given these false identities. So like this guy's a beekeeper when really he was probably wearing like a bomb detection suit or some shit. Um, the other thing is I want to change the focus on the whole interweb. Everyone's focusing on sword, but. I want to ask questions about Dottie because I have this feeling that Dottie might be bigger to the story than anyone anyone else that we've met. Yeah, Dottie's fucking... Um... If I had to guess, she's Mephesto. I wanted to be the first one to say it on, on the internet. I don't know. I gotta think about that. The way she cut herself and didn't, didn't blink? Um, nah, but she glitched, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. She glitched, but she seemed like she barking orders to everybody in there. Oh, I got I got to rewatch this one. I got to rewatch I watched it twice. I watched the second one twice. I don't. I think she's just a sword agent. She's just sword agent, in my opinion, because that's just like all right. My man was choking at dinner, but as soon as Vision helped him, he just pops up like nothing happened, and he just yep. leaves. You know. So I definitely I, I think that they're all just I think they're all just sword agents. I, I really do. I really do. I think Mephisto will pop up somehow. I mean, he may be the beekeeper for all we know. So uh, another interesting fact to support what I was just saying, Dottie mentions the devil twice in her in her uh, dialogue. Uh, she a, mentions something about the devil in the details, and she mentions something else about the devil. Yeah, and I just feel like they're giving us that. They're giving us that's probably the biggest piece they've given us. There's a lot of devil uh, references throughout both episodes. Yeah, that's why I'm definitely all for the Mephisto idea, and because of that, I, I kind of feel like like after Endgame that that Wanda ran into this guy and made a deal. I, that's that's the vibe I'm getting. To bring and, Vision back? Yeah. Yeah. Because what, what the show seems to me, it's the life that she always wanted to lead with Vision. And I think Buck said that before. It, it, that's definitely what it seems like. Um, she's just going through it and it's all going to get snatched away from her at the end. And that's it's, when, it's exactly what it seems like. Yeah, and then that's when shit's gonna get crazy. Do you think she knows she's in in a fake reality? No, I think I think that's what's what we're seeing is her realizing that it, that something's off. Right, because we don't know what she gave up for this to get right. This. That's that's the thing. We don't know what she gave up. Did she give up like her memories? Maybe. 
she could have gave her memories and been like, yo, make, give me this perfect world and I won't remember anything. Yeah, there's got to be something. There, there's got to be something. But I definitely think that she, because if she made the deal with Mephisto, even if it was Nightmare, this, now it makes sense how it leads to Strange. There's a lot of cool stuff that I noticed. Um, the opening credits of the second episode, you get that little animated sequence. Yeah, that was that was tight. When Everyone's this... talking about the helmet. What the helmet? cinematography was nice too. I don't know if you I guys know. Did you hear about the helmet? Well, uh, no. uh, my man, shit, he has he has a sight. Where's the helmet? Grim Reaper. Grim Reaper. There you go. Grim Reaper's helmet. Oh, oh, well, I mean, his brother is Simon Williams. That's the vision's brain patterns are. And uh, then there's pattern. with with well, that being uh, mentioned, there's also a, uh, a wonder serial type of thing, which they nod to in one of the openings as well. Yeah. OK, OK. Yeah. The two that I noticed um, in the opening, I noticed Bova, who is who is the midwife that delivered the Maximoff twins, which um, is cool. Uh, sorry to cut you off that Bova is a product of a high evolutionary and we got uh, stories and leaks about how Guardians 3 might touch on high evolutionary and Rocket Raccoon's origin. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, Bova's, Bova's a cool character and, and the fact that Bova's even mentioned in there, like Wanda's comic book origin is still very much in play. Like, like, like Max and Magda, who's Magneto, Max is, mm. they escaped the, the concentration camp after the Russians came in and they get their names changed. He becomes Eric Lyncher and they got a daughter named Anya. She dies. Magneto goes nuts, kills everybody. Uh, Magda runs off to Wondergore Mountain and she, while she's pregnant. She has, she delivers the babies. Bova is the midwife and delivers them. After they're delivered, Magda takes off and leaves. Just assume she dies. The other actual thing that I noticed in the opening scene was the next to the lamp was the, the wizard's sign. The wizard comes in because after the children were delivered, the wizard came there with his wife who was pregnant. She uh, gave birth. The babies were stillborn and she died. Bova tried to give the twins to the wizard. He was like, no, and took off. So then Bova gave the children to the Maximoffs and then they raised the kids. So it's it was pretty cool to see Bova and the Wizard included in that that little opening sequence. And it's definitely something that can still still happen in the MCU. Like what if, it's very much in play. All right, what if Mephisto did this to her in order to get the children? In well, order the cool part about the cool part about adding uh, Mephisto to this part of the story, um, I was with Daryl and we were actually watching Wanda's early origins and how Agatha Harkness had a big part in basically uh, having the kids brought in and they're all pieces of Mephisto's soul. So even if they don't go that route... No, nah, I was telling just, you about that. Weren't, yeah, and then uh, even if they go that route, there's no saying that they have to say the kids are part of the soul. They could just be like, the deal was made and someone had to lose a soul. Something along those lines because Vision can't have kids. And if you've seen at the end of episode two, she had the immaculate conception and just yeah. started sprouting. Yeah, yeah. That's um and then things are going in technicolor and it's, it's she was shocked. She was surprised. Yeah, she was surprised that the color was happening. Yeah. 
but like the the fact that they're doing this like it's definitely a mystery like you're getting little pieces here and there the fact they're doing this is crazy it's crazy they got a lot of balls to do this and i mean so far it's a seven but i see the potential in it like it could really oh yeah definitely definitely like i needed i needed maybe a little more in that first two episodes um no, I, I I really didn't eat much. Like this is just a, this is just a sample. This is an appetizer. Like I see where it's going. So I'm 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 not I'm not saying I'm 100 percent bought in, but I see the potential where it's going. But we just got a little appetizer. Like the color red is fucking very, it's huge. The wallpaper, yeah. Uh, as she was changing it, did you see it? Nah, it was the the what's it called from Age of Ultron? Strucker's lab. The um the, the hydra base, the helicopter. Yeah, yeah, the helicopter and the, and the clunking, the the thumping in the middle of the night and shit. Mm-hmm. I think that was all the helicopter coming into the dome. And when you get into the dome, you're automatically changed real quick to whatever she subconsciously wants you to be. So, so you're saying she she might have killed some sword agents. Nah, what do you mean killed sword agents? Well, I mean that helicopter had to be piloted by somebody. They became residents. Yeah, they, yeah. I'm okay, thinking... I got one for you. When the mailman walks by and uh, Agnes does the little uh, play guns, oh, don't shoot. Are you trying to say that he might be law enforcement? Like he might have been a cop who got pulled in? Um, the other thing that was pretty cool in that first episode, the boss, when the boss was coming over and he saved him, Yo, how solemn did Wanda look before she told Vision to save him? She just kind of like straight faced and was like, all right, use your powers, help the nigga out. And that was very telling to me. Uh, she might be stuck in a horror story is what is the vibe I got. She pulls the Adam Sandler from uh, Remote. I think that's the, what the movie's called. Or Controller or some shit. Rewind. Uh, it's called Rewind, right? Whatever, yeah. I was close. So, <laughs> so she pulls the Adam Sandler rewind, and in doing so, and demonstrating that much power to rewind time, I feel like it evolved to the next show right in front of her eyes, and she didn't expect it. Like before True. the end of the first episode and the beginning of the second episode was the was the the page turn. Um, we that was again off camera. At the end of the second episode, the page turn happens, and she's fully conscious and aware of going from black and white. To color and she's like oh shit this is crazy and I think from the trailer footage she's gonna realize she can start changing some shit too because you see the light magic the magic she was using was was funny but it was reality warping and when she starts realizing she can really change shit I think that's when you get the shot uh in the trailer where she's changing furniture and she's kind of fixing up the wall that it looks like she shot spectrum out of and uh her powers are definitely evolving as we're seeing it, but that's interesting. She said that like the page turn happens off camera because because what we're assuming that it must happen while she sleep, yeah, in this world, and that's why she never notices it because the second episode does start with them in bed, so that could be like like because I kind of think that we're seeing every moment of her in this world, like we're not we're not missing anything that that she's missed. Nothing's happening off camera. Like that page turn that we missed, that she was just unconscious. You know, like that, that's that's what I'm thinking. Do you think we know more than her as audience? No. The coolest shit about both episodes is at the end, 
when you zoom out of the show and the shield agent, not shield, the sword agent, which the internet is saying that that's a old girl from Thor taking the notes. She's watching the show. If that's not a fifth wall break, I don't know what the fuck is. They think you zoom out of the show on someone on TV watching the show, like big nods. That was, that was the coolest part to me after the first episode at the end, that was the biggest reveal. I thought they would save that, and they gave it to us first episode, so that was really cool. All right, when we see that, now, what dome, what dome could she be in? Like, how could this... See, I'm... I'm that's why I like the way it started, because I'm, I'm clueless. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm, I'm, I don't feel like right, we're going to get a better, better grab into the next episode. So this is weird. So the dome, right, you just said. In the trailer... They look like they covered some shit up with a big ass tent, but that's what I'm saying. If the dome's that big, the tent can't cover that shit up. So maybe it's just not as big as we think it is, or at least it's getting bigger or something. I don't know. But watching this, I do see how we can get mutants from it. I hate that it's a weak thing, which is stupid. But of course, I'll watch. Man, yeah, man. But Geraldine, I fucked with Geraldine, guys. So let y'all know. Yeah, that was yeah. We didn't even talk about Geraldine. Now it's a good time as ever. And see, that's what makes me think that all of them are sword agents because we know she's a sword agent, mm-hmm. you know, and she's under the in there with a different name. So that's but why. Then, I'm thinking. But when you look, when you listen to the radio, it's like Wanda. How how did this happen? Who did it see? So it's like if there are sword agents, when they want to tell her that something's going off. Or yeah, but I think know. I think he's on that mind wipe shit. Yeah, that uh. When they get into that world, they don't know that they're short agents. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, once they get in, they become. And that's, and that's one of the reasons why when what Soto just said, oh, what's her name? He thinks that she's Mephisto. When that shit was happening on the radio and she cut her hand, she was looking at Wanda like, who are you? Like, what the- Good point, because it seemed like I set this world up for you, bitch, and you're fucking it up. Like, she was giving her the... Um, I was trying to explain to Jules what she meant. Did you guys understand the comment when she's like, when does a housewife... Uh... Oh, no, she says, how do you get blood out of uh, white linen? And then yeah. she goes, I, you do it yourself. And that's because if you do it yourself, you won't grab something white to wipe the blood. Like, she was, like, taking a shot at her. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I'm out of here. Let me go do it myself type of thing. I don't think that... Uh, I don't think she has good intentions. No, okay, okay. So you're going with Daddy's Mephisto. Well, Daddy's the demon presence, and I think the the further we go into it, the more we'll see that. Because the, okay. there's two things that that make me think like that. The the first thing being when she's being explained, um, they do a Spider Man joke. I don't know if you guys heard about this yet, but uh, in Homecoming, where Pete's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna be myself," and Ned's like, "No one wants that, Pete." Uh, mm-hmm. Wanda does something similar where she's like, well, I'll just be myself. And Agnes just kind of gives her that. Yeah. <laughs> you better not embarrass me, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing, um, actually three things. So the other thing is uh, your girl, uh, Spectrum, saying, I'm scared to do anything. You know? And she's telling Wanda this. I don't think she was scared of Wanda. I don't think she's uh, moving in lockstep with what Wanda wants. I think it's what Dottie wants. And See, then but when the, you look at Agatha, Agatha has no fear of fucking Dottie. Agatha's sitting there like, I don't see how people can do this fucking silver. Well, she might be an agent of chaos, so to speak. Not saying that that's actually something that's called that, but so to speak, she might be there to incite more, I don't want to say evil, but more malice than than good. 
but wouldn't she be working in conjunction with daddy then? It seems like she's kind of a. That's what I'm saying. She would be working. Like, they don't seem like they're close at all. But it's something that Agatha wants to be a part of, right? She's telling her you have to move a certain way to get this woman to accept you. What'd she say? She said, uh, uh, fundraisers and school entries and all this shit. Because I feel like we're going to find out that it's the, the kids is what we're promised, you know? Give me this and I'll give you children type of deal. Because what do they keep saying? For the children. It's kind of like a cult. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, all that was to, to get us to that immaculate conception at the end. Because right. the first episode, it's all about uh, having a husband and being married. That's the entire thing. And they get the rings at the end. Now it's for the children, for the children. She gets pregnant at the end. And I think that that's going to be the format going forward until we get into the more MCU type shit. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like they they set us up on a crash course for next week's episode. They could really show some things. Um, I think next week's episode is going to show us some things. Yeah. Yeah, because the, the way this started off, because, um, yeah, I've had you watching those those movie rewrites with me every time you come over here and shit. So so this was definitely the the opening act. And now we're going to get into, what is it? it it's like the, big, the p- first part of the second act. Where we see shit ramp up a little yeah. for the That's why I feel like like you're just saying, I feel like next episode is gonna take the fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Next episode it seems like that's that's where and it's in color now. So I'm really sorry. To I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Um are they really afforded that luxury where they can take two episodes off and then give a substance? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's the highest grossing film franchise of all time. They can do mm-hmm. whatever the hell they want. Like <laughs> yeah, man. And, come on, man. And the reviews for fucking WandaVision is fucking nuts right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, this is their first interconnected uh, TV show media, though. I mean, as a rollout, come on. Give me give me a bigger premiere. This wasn't supposed to be the, the start. It was supposed to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Word. I agree. I agree. Widow but, was supposed to have been out. <laughs> yeah. But this yeah. is the new reality, and this is what you choose. I mean, you made this choice. Come on. Yeah. Don't let us down. But see, I feel like I feel like they made this choice because of Spider-Man 3, because of how big that movie's going to be now. And it's probably because of Sony wanting to do supposedly Sony wanted the multiverse. So if you're going to make Spider-Man 3 a huge movie, you kind of have to lead with this, you know, instead of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where it's pretty much going to be a. a, a yeah, Taskmaster will probably spring off into something. Yelena will probably spring off into something. But for the most part, it's going to be just that. You know what I mean? That's all we're going to get on those characters until who knows when. We know Wanda is going to Strange, and we know that what she does here is going to affect Spider-Man. So this had to be the first one. They didn't, they, fucking Sony's fault. I don't know what the hell Soto was expecting. Like, it, like Soto's making trying to sound like this shit was horrible. This shit was actually good, like... Like, for what it, it was, was it was good for what it was. Like, you're trying to make it sound like it was completely, absolutely trash, and it wasn't like at all. By far, it wasn't. You got 42 minutes, and all you're doing is getting basically a prelude of what's the fucking come. If you, if you can't see what's to come, it's like damn, bro, like you're fucking blind as hell. Like she's about to go down. Been 500 days, enough for preludes. Um, all right, hold on, real quick, real quick. Uh, two things you mentioned that I want to say. There's other um, Easter eggs and speculation on the multi web. There is actually a spider a spider web 
in that opening scene we were talking about, the Bewitch nod scene, and people are speculating that that's a little nod to Spider-Man 3. And then the other thing is uh, Spectrum is wearing a pennant that is very reminiscent of a Doctor Strange uh, uh, sling ring uh, portal. And that's a little nod to Doctor Strange 2 as well. So, yeah, they're connected. Okay. Okay. That's what you noticed or... or... That's the... I'm not going to take credit for that. That's the interweb. Uh, 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 yeah, I mean, sure. Why not? Yeah, yeah. I feel like, yeah, after 500 days for this to be the beginning, and now we got to wait seven days for the next... Right, exactly. But we, but we knew we were getting with Disney. Disney don't do fucking Netflix. They're not releasing all this shit at once. We knew we were getting... And Daryl can he can actually uh, atone to this because I actually told him I was scared about filler episodes a while ago. That the problem with this medium how, how, is how do you consider this a filler episode? How do you consider it a filler episode? Yeah, that it's not it's not a filler episode. Yeah, that's what I'm it's saying. Just, it's just exposition. Like, that's the problem. It's it's the first act. Yeah, the first act of a universe. So they got to play it slow. I get it. No, no, it's not the first time the universe. It's yeah, because they're about to rebuild the universe. The universe is already established. It's not the first bro. act of the universe. Like, we know who these characters are. This is just the first act in this story. This is right, her about to crack the, To me, like, this is her about to crack the fucking universe. Anybody else get, like, a vibe? A couple of those scenes? A couple of scenes of uh, the beekeeper scene is one. Uh, the guy choking scene is another. Where they kind of switch to, like, more of a ooh, type of vibe. It turns more Hitchcocky. You get the slow zoom ins and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it's just even the aspect ratio of the show is different. You know, it goes from a sixteen by nine to a four by three. I um, mentioned that. I mentioned that earlier. I like the cinematography how they shot it because the aspect ratio it looked old school. Yeah, and like you said, and then it starts. Then you see it switch. Like, oh shit! All right. Yeah, they they go for all of that. I mean, it's it's brave. It, it's it's a ballsy show, and I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm I'm interested in in where this is going. I mean, of course, I'm interested in where all this shit is going. But it's I'm with it. I'm with it. It's just just it should have been all released at the same time. But I get it. Marvel is or Disney Disney is trying to do this. What is it? It's going to be like 40 out of 52 weeks this year. You're going to get something mm-hmm. new from Marvel. So that, that's the whole draw. They're trying to give mm-hmm. us something all the time to, to keep this thing going. So I blame you Mandalorian fans. If y'all, if y'all motherfuckers would have just at least said something that first season, they would have they would have did the, the splash now, drop the second season. Disney's, Disney's never going to do that. Disney's never yeah, going to do that. That's not going to be Disney's fucking model. That's not going to be their format. That's Netflix. You look at Amazon. Amazon changed that shit after the boys. Like, all right. it get Because it, once you release something all at once, in all honesty, it's going to have a huge hype for like a week, maybe two. That's it. Then, then it dies. That's great. People stop talking. People stop talking about it. That's not good for these companies. They want th- they want a continuous conversation. Like when you look at the boys, the boys was people were talking about the boys for fucking weeks because it was it became a weekly show. It yeah, didn't just say, "Oh, we're, we're dropping you everything." They're going to talk about it for two fucking weeks, and then no one's going to talk about it again. No, it was still relevant for at least a fucking month and a half. All right, let me let me uh, reset the question. If this should drop as a three part miniseries, where they had to do this in three parts, whatever length these parts could be, would they hit harder with three weeks of, of straight fire? We gotta see how it plays out. 
We got to see the rest of the fucking episodes. I'm going to say no because of the way that the episodes end, that it, it wouldn't work as a, as a three-parter. It has to be episodic. It has yeah. to be. Yeah, because the way each episode ends, it doesn't... It, it jumps genres. Yeah, it's not a straight continuation. The flow is off. It's... it's it's a binge. It's a binge show. Yeah, it's a binge show that they're releasing weekly. It's not like The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian that it's that's an episodic show, you know, through and through. They tell you a, a, a beginning, middle, and end each week. Where this, it's 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 a uh, it's stretched out. It's stretched out. It's something new. They're trying something new, and and they're not they're not failing at it. Like, I feel like at the end of the so series, low. I feel like at the end of the series, we're gonna be amazed by how well this is made. We're gonna look back, we may go back and rewatch it like damn, like and catch everything we've been missing that that's gonna lead us in that direction. Because it's a lot of shit that I feel like going on in the background that we're not catching because we don't know how the story's about to play out. Yeah, so uh to go off of what you guys are saying real quick. Um yeah, that's why they're so low on my rating. Um, there's room to do better. How would you have done it differently? I'm all about the rewrite, all right? There's nothing wrong with a good rewrite. So the one thing I would change in this uh, in this show that would actually make it a little better, um, you would change the second episode, move it to the first episode. The dinner party would be the second episode, and the first episode would be the uh, reality warping magic show. So this way, you could set the rules of your reality and and the dinner will be the payoff. Dinner is not the, the first thing you introduce. The payoff uh, being Wanda not really being able to make dinner or do these other things that uh, women cooking and all this mother, maternal role so that by the end of the show where we get the kids, her maternal role has gone from zero to being a mother, an actual mother. And that's the easy fix. Second, second episode is the first episode. First episode is the second episode, and by the end of the second episode, you explain what the TV thing is, because that's the coolest shit that I've seen in any Marvel thing so far. The idea that they zoomed out, and um, it was a TV show watching a TV show. Like, it was a TV watching a show. So where's the camera? Is basically the cool question that I want to ask. Like, how the hell is the sword agent watching this as, as the platform demands? Like, Bro, it's like the Truman Show. Right. There's someone producing it. There's someone putting it out there in this dark, dark frequency, <laughs> which is the coolest speculation that we get from this. So uh, give me more. I, I need more of that. Yeah, I definitely think that that's like where we're going with it. Um, uh, we got any theories on like the next episode in particular, like anything we think is going to happen? Um. Do we think she's going to get birth in the next episode? At the end, or, probably. I think most of the episode is going to chronicle her pregnancy. Um, I think it's easy to speculate that with all this sword presence that someone actually gets through. And I think it might be uh, Spectrum. And I think the scene we get from the trailer of her getting booted is coming soon. Um, I was say, she's already there. So it's not like she's going to come through. She's already there. Right. Yeah. So that scene where she gets booted and kind of reveals what the outer of the dome looks like like mm. what the shield what the sword agents are doing i think that's coming because if you remember from the trailer the the, the you think genre, that's gonna be episode four that's what I'm, or three or four because the genre that they're in 
is one like before Brady, the genre. She gets yeah, that's what I'm saying. She gets booted around that around that uh, yeah. time frame. She has the fro. Oh yeah, you're right. So I think that's coming. Yeah, episode three. Because if if episode one is Dick Van Dyke show or I Love Lucy, that's the fifties. Episode two was Bewitched. That's the sixties. So the seventies, I would assume, is the Brady Bunch. So that's definitely the next one where she would definitely have the afro because she wouldn't have it in the 80s. Like, right. you know, going and by. you don't see that in the trailer. She doesn't, you don't see her anything past her getting booted. Yeah, yeah, nothing past that. We just see her like waking up in the field. That's it. Right, and then all the sword agents rushing to her, to her help. Yes. Which is the trailer shot that we got like in both the trailers. Which kind of pushes my theory that Darcy is the one watching the show and taking notes. I think so too. Yeah, I think that's Darcy right there. Yeah, because we know we know um, Jimmy Woo's in it. And yeah. Well, his voice. His we voice. hear him. Yeah, we hear him. Yeah, he's the voice on the box. Darcy's watching. Monica's inside. Those are now, the high-ranking sword agents that we know. What do we think Darcy's role is? I think she uh, had shield access before the fall of shield. And seeing how she's moved past what it looks like, Jane, I think she got government recruited. Yeah, she definitely got government recruited because, I mean, she worked on the ether. So yeah. they know she knows shit about reality, um, realities and shit like that. So I definitely think that's how she got in with them. But did you see that the acronym for S.W.O.R.D. is different than what it is in the comics? In the comics, it's Sentient World Observation and Response Department. Mm. In the show, it's Sentient Weapon ob- Observation and something else. They they change a, a little bit of it, but it's not a Sentient World anymore. It's Sentient Weapons. Well, Wanda was considered highly dangerous, and she did come home at the end of uh, Endgame. So the government might have been like, mm, we need someone to watch you. Yeah. Did you did you find it, Daryl? Did they change it too? Oh shit! Yeah, let me check and see. Oh, I thought we were just gonna move Let's past. Let's see. Episode, um, drunk vision was funny. That was that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was funny. Gum, the gum and the way they shot it and. They gave us like the, the cartoon image of the of the gears getting gunked up. Yeah. Pretty funny. I don't know how accurate that is to androids, but it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. We're getting all gummed up and shit. Mm-hmm. Sentient weapon observation and response division. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what they have it as in the show now. Which I mean, I don't know how I feel about that, because you know, space. So what what the fuck is this? But it's the new right. shield. That's how I explained it to Jules when we were watching. That's the new shield. Yeah, that's basically what they turned it into. It's the new shield. It's definitely new shield. And it's definitely government because sentient weapons, that's the Avengers pretty much. And Wu is wearing a FBI jacket in the in the footage from the trailer. So oh, yeah. I guess the feds are involved. Oh it's it's you don't think he's sword now? You think he's still with the feds? That's what it. That's what it said in the commercial. He still had an FBI. You said he he got I the jacket so. on. Yeah, yeah, he got the jacket on. I mean, this might be his origin, though. You know, this might be the weirdest shit he dealt with, and and by the end of this, he he could well be in sword. You think he's gonna be the new Coulson? One Jimmy of them. Wu? Yeah, why one not? of them. 
I think I like Colson might still be the Colson. I like Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Woo's a dope character. I think I Favreau's the new Colson. No, I think Colson's done, man. I think we're getting Colson no more. Yeah, Colson's Colson's out of here. Tell that the Agents of Shield. He's still alive. All right, before we wrap this up, any anything else that y'all want to add to this first episode of our breakdown of WandaVision? Uh, Agatha Harkness. She will bring Wanda closer to Dottie. Will. I don't think so. I don't think Dottie's that big of a character. All right. You heard it here first, guys. Everyone's everyone's talking about the wrong shit. Word. Word. Dottie. So, anything you want to add? Nah. I'm I, I'm I'm really going into this show open minded as hell. Like, I really don't want to know too much. Like this is one of them shows. Like when we did our what was it top twenty five, what we're excited for for Marvel. This is the mm-hmm. one I wanted at the top of the list because it's different. Like we've never seen anything like this before. It's true. It's true. Like, yeah, this is never from Marvel Studios. Yeah, definitely. this is from Marvel. Studios, this has never been done. Never been fucking attempted, and it's fucking unique. So. I just want to kind of go in blind and just each episode be excited. Like, I don't want to see trailers for for if they're going to show trailers, I don't want to see them. Okay. We don't need different. All we need is Marvel. It's been a while. All right. I'm a double, triple, quadruple down on all the residents are sword agents. I'm, I'm sticking with that. I really feel like that's that's what's going on. I don't know if Wanda is in like a shield, a sword facility or something, but I definitely think they're all sword agents. I don't think there's a single regular person in that whole lot. But all right, y'all want to do this again next week after Hell yeah. episode three? Yeah, let's get it. Hopefully right. it gets better. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> all right. All right. I thought it was good. This is the Gems on Marvel, episode two, covering WandaVisions, episodes one and two. I'm Daryl. I'm Sean, a.k.a. the Black Cat. The winner, Soto. I guess I got to get an a.k.a. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. All right, bro.